Ladies and gentlemen, we are at it again this week with Unload the Bar, episode 22. And I am your host, David Espinoza. And on this week's episode, I bring my buddy, the rough, the rugged, Sam Maluski. Maluski? Maliski. Maluski. I think I fucked it up. I'm sorry, Sam. I apologize. If you listen to the uh, to this show, you already know that I'm not really great with names. So you guys are not surprised. So let's keep it moving. So I have Sam on the show, and he reveals his fitness journey. We talk about the reason on why he started to train. He had a little bit of a health scare, and he decided to pick up some weights. And then he started to pick up his game in the gym because he wanted to become a professional wrestler. And then we talk about uh, how he cracked three spots in his spine while wrestling. And then we got a little bit more deeper in this conversation. We talked about our insecurities and how our insecurities affected us and held us back from uh, accomplishing uh, things and going after the things that we wanted to go ahead and do. And then you'll listen to this conversation and you realize like, wow, man, Sam is a like... He's a nice, cool dude. And then he gets into the story on how he made uh, this little eight-year-old bleed in a wrestling match. It was a fun conversation. I enjoyed it. And I hope you guys enjoy it as well. And I hope you guys enjoy our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the same name. Unload the bar. Or... Shoot us an email, unloadthebar at gmail.com. Send us questions, send us feedback. Let us know what you think about the show. And we on all the podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, pretty much every single major app out there. And if we're not on any of the apps that you like to listen to your podcast on, let me know, and I'll get right on it. And then you can subscribe to the show, rate, review, and then share it. Let the people know that we're out here. So without further ado, here's my buddy, Sam Maluski. 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 Sam. Sam Maluski. I have my uh, my buddy Sam on this week, and uh, I, he goes to my gym, and I've seen him work out, and uh, I was, uh, and I'm like, I need, I need to talk to this dude, <laughs> and uh, we haven't started having a little bit of a conversation, and and uh, I found out that he was a, 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 a former uh, professional wrestler, mm-hmm. and uh, and. Uh, a lot of people, well, the people that, that that listen to this podcast know that I'm a huge fan of professional <laughs> wrestling. I still watch this shit, and uh, we're not just uh, you know what everybody out there is familiar with. I would listen, uh, well, I watch a bunch of other shit, stuff. 
from Japan to oh, yeah. to fucking Mexico to the UK to uh, uh, I saw this that uh, they had this uh, this thing on on uh, Vice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just an organization in in the Congos. What? And uh, it's I forgot what it's called, but it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's like voodoo wrestling oh my god <laughs> so these characters are like they portray like these uh, these characters like like they're like uh uh papa voodoo shangos. yeah papa shangos <laughs> voodoo doctors and stuff like that so they'll they have the ring there mm-hmm. and then they go in there and they have their characters whatever and um and they'll do wrestling moves <laughs> they'll do moves yeah, yeah, they won't do a match they'll yeah, just do they'll, some they'll moves. do moves but it's really like story based stuff so like so uh but they'll like they'll like take out a chicken and then oh, they'll, <laughs> they'll set it on fire, dude. You know they'll they'll start they'll 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 they'll, they'll live by through the gimmick, and, and then the dude. other guy starts coughing blood. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's crazy shit though. But like, like some celebrity deathmatch shit going on. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I'll watch a bunch of different stuff. But uh, but he's more than just a, a former professional wrestler. So I've heard a, a few stories of a man that he's told me, and uh, I thought I, he would be great to be on the show. So, uh, Sam, thank you, man, for coming on. Oh, thank you. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, you're a jack dude, man. I, I don't you're, know about jacked. Uh, that <laughs> twisted steel and sex appeal. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use that one. Right I think there. I heard it somewhere. I forgot who, who said it. I know it was wrestling, and I know it was wrestling related. Uh, but um, yeah, man, how did it all started for you, dude? How like what influenced you to start picking up the weights? Uh, God, that was when I was younger. Uh, I I was the fat kid. Yeah, I was the fat kid. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah. you were. Yeah, I was. I'll show you pictures. Twenty pounds of fat. No, huh? no, 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 no. I'll show you pictures, dude. <laughs> I was the. I was the. I was a. I was. A, I want to say I was. Uh, obese i wouldn't say that i was um i was overweight though right like i had i had titties right you know? <laughs> you had the boobies yeah, i had titties and i'll show you pictures later <laughs> but yeah i was there too i get it i get it and you know what that um it was a vicious cycle that ended up happening to me because um all my friends wanted to do football i did football mm-hmm. and it goes to show you how fat i was i was the center for football. Oh, all right. Wow. So if that doesn't tell you how fucking yeah, fat I was. You're a fucking fatty. <laughs> yeah, I was a fatty. <laughs> Twinkies were my best friend. Uh-huh. All right. And um, uh, when I was 16, I started having stomach issues, and I didn't know what they were, and I kept, like, collapsing on the ground. That, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how painful these, these problems were. And come to find out, like, I had um, gallstones. So my gallbladder mm. started messing up, and mm-hmm. um, the doctor was like, I don't even understand. Like, there's no bile coming into your your system and uh bile is what breaks down your fat cells breaks down everything in your system and helps break them down and um doctor's like well we gotta we just gotta remove it so when i was 16 they had to remove my gallbladder and um they kept checking my levels and i stopped producing bile correctly in my whole system Mm -hmm. so uh if you have the main thing in your system no longer breaking down fats in your body. <laughs> you yeah. get fat real quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So right then and there, I was like, I'm going to start really working out, trying to stay healthy, trying to stay better. Because i seen friends that were, you know, athletes in school, and they're mm. like the big stars and everything like that, and they're all 
trimmed up and chiseled. So they never had you uh, lift weights uh, for football? They did, but it wasn't... It was like, not something that you were into? No. No, no, okay. no. It, it was basically just you did it because you had to to be on the team. Yeah. And I, I didn't even think anything of it. Mm-hmm. But once within like three weeks, me putting on like 20 pounds instantly, mm-hmm. I was like, I got to make a change. And this is, this is just as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to... You want the females. You want mm. uh, you want some popularity. You want all that. Crap. Absolutely, I think that's <laughs> how every single male. That I mean, that's probably the reason why every single male on this planet started, yeah. you know, lifting weights is because to get the the attention mm-hmm. of the the female. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And, and I started I started lifting. I started dieting. I started changing some things up. Had no idea what the hell I was doing no. at all. I so mean, you just went in there, just started lifting weights. Yep. And uh-huh. then uh, when I was, how was that first day though? Like, how was that? Uh, that that like, because because the gym can be super intimidating. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it was it was it the school gym or was it? Yeah, uh, it was okay. a school gym. Okay, okay. It, it was. Uh, there was also the the twenty four hour gym. Okay, that was no longer open on Boulder Highway and Basic, and okay. that gym had been there for years. And I start I got a membership there. Tried to work out there and work out at the school gym, and it was just I, I again I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Mm. But so how was that first day going into that gym? I mean, it felt good. I, I got yeah. sore in certain parts, but uh-huh. it wasn't like oh, it was like a good pump sore. No, it was like I did something wrong and I'm yeah. hurting sore. So. so it was so it would did, <laughs> did you like pick up the magazines and just start following the magazines? Yeah, I did what every other stupid what, person does. Yeah, or <laughs> or did you just walk in there and just mimic everything that yeah. you saw? No, no, no. I was too intimidated. I wouldn't look at anybody. Okay, so you just I, bought the magazines. I was one of the few people that would not look at anybody or anything. I was just, mm. whatever I read, that's yeah, what I'm doing. that's what you're doing. Uh-huh. Same and- thing here, man. <laughs> I, st- I think I still have the magazines that I first bought. <laughs> it's even better. And, oh, man. <laughs> Muscle and fitness, right? I think it was. No, there was this other one. Ah, uh, fuck. What was that one called? It was similar to Muscle and Fitness, mm-hmm. but it was, it was something on... No, not even that. That was way too hardcore for me, dude. I had to start off, you know, little by little. I had I had a set of those uh the colored coated oh, dumbbells. Oh yeah. Yes, I had those. So I had like some five pounds and that's all I had. Right. So you see me in the room just fucking doing like thirty or forty reps of fucking bicep curls, man. Just in there, With dude. The five pound dumbbell. Yeah, yeah. Just so I'm like, well, they're not heavy enough. So I'm thinking, well, since I there's, there's no intensity there, mm-hmm. I can't lift the, as much weight as I want to. So I'm just gonna add more repetitions right. to it. So I mean, <laughs> later on I find out that was more for endurance, muscle endurance right. than <laughs> actually building. So. No strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would do them every single day, and just trying to flex and trying to see. And I'm like, dude, there's nothing there. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's better than when I was younger. I would just flex the right arm, mm-hmm. and I would just work out the right arm because mm-hmm. it could lift something, and the left arm couldn't. Yeah. And by the time I was like 18, my right arm was like three times the size of my left arm because <laughs> I was like, man, my right arm looks good. And uh-huh. My left arm, I didn't even try. <laughs> so, so you go in there, you just follow whatever the magazine told you to do, and. Uh, so you go in there, you did the the weight, uh, the training, and then mm-hmm. what happened after that? It, I just stuck to it. I mean, it wasn't anything serious. It was, I mean, for me, it was serious. Yeah. But knowing what I know now, it was just terrible. It was, yeah. it was bad mm-hmm. judgment on my part. Mm-hmm. But as I slowly got older, I went into, you know, to to do cert- uh, certified training, learning 
every different aspect that I possibly could. But the problem that I have, um, especially now, because even when I learned back then, it's the same thing I notice with different trainers now, is that they learn one way mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. And it's only one way. That is a lie. Mm -hmm. There are so many different aspects in lifting, bodybuilding, training, everything. And that's what I hate about, uh, there's a lot of these trainers out there that think they're like, they are know-it-alls because mm -hmm. they got their certification and yeah. that's all they need to do. All that's all they, they should know yeah. to, nope. uh, to, to build their clientele and to teach people how to exercise. And they're like, dude, there's so much shit out there. And yep. the stuff that we thought were true 10 years ago. It's completely it's different. Completely now. <laughs> different because there's science and there's uh, uh, studies and research. Mm -hmm. So imagine the stuff that you learned 20, 30 years ago when you were running, you know, when you were reading those magazines. Mm -hmm. Shit, most of all the stuff were fucking debunked. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to see how people are still not. Um, going forward with their education yeah. no and that, and that's what ended up happening with me is that as soon as i learned the one way mm -hmm. i ended up meeting a couple power lifters and yeah. they were like hey try training with us for a little bit just just catch it and i was like sure mm -hmm. and uh i start lifting with them and i was like wow this is completely different and i'm sore in a completely different way than i ever was before uh -huh. and um i mean that was that was a lot of fun i was like all right all right i'm gonna incorporate mm -hmm. that with what i just learned doing this mm -hmm. and then uh then i met bodybuilders and bodybuilders were like hey train with train with me for a little while so what was your heaviest at that time <sighs> um because when you're 16 and you're like 200 plus pounds at 16 no. you're a fatty uh -huh. right? because i'm just a little and how tall are you right now i'm six foot at that time where at you that were... time i was maybe five six okay and i mean just five six of 200 pounds of just fat it just yeah. doesn't uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> you, you know, the difference. Cause I've got friends now that weigh the same that I do uh -huh. that look like they're 280, 290 yeah. and they're not, they're 230 pounds. I'm five, fat. seven. And my, my highest, uh, was at two Oh seven. Really? Yeah. That was my highest. Ooh. No, yeah, my, yeah. My, <laughs> my, <laughs> no, no, I, I can't say anything on that. My highest weight was 246 mm -hmm. and that was three years ago. Right. And it was, I just moved back out here. No, I was pushing four years now. Mm -hmm. um, I had just moved back out here. Um, stress of work, not to mention the job that I was doing. I was mm -hmm. working 16 hours a day just doing one job. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was terrible. But it was every night, oh, I'm too tired to cook. So uh, Burger King it is, mm -hmm. uh, Taco Bell, Fosto's, all those good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I put on weight quick. Really? Like really brutally. And I mean, I still looked okay. I just had a big old gut on me uh, oh man it's it all that inflammation that yeah. you gotta build up <laughs> we'll call it inflammation yeah. i call it tacos <laughs> so you started training with those bodybuilders yep. then huh and then you started liking those results that you were getting and the style of training and you started mm -hmm. implementing it into your I, own i started implementing all three different things powerlifting, bodybuilding the calisthenics mm -hmm. everything that i had learned and um and that was within the first couple years of me lifting, mm -hmm. like really trying to really lift. So, so, but it, so in those couple of years, were you uh, 
Were you losing weight? Was it or yes. at that time? Were you was the goal was to lose the weight or was it to build mass? No, no, no. At the time was just to lose weight again because I still yeah, didn't yeah. even know any better. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the difference between building mass. I just wanted to not be fat. Okay, that was my goal. I was I was young. I was a kid. So how much weight did you lose? I ended up losing like fifty pounds. Wow. And that was that was being younger, losing losing the weight, and, and that was the, that was in high school. Yes. So how yep. how was the uh, how was the attention <laughs> from the girls coming up? Or? The the attention came in um, pretty well. I got noticed by one girl. Nice. Unfortunately, that one girl. <laughs> oh man! Ruined my life for about seven years. Seven years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. 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 Oh yes. no! When I, when I say ruined it, like everybody knew except for me, and that uh. goes to show you. That goes to show you because. Everybody knew. Everybody kept telling yeah. me, like, man, this girl's no good. Stay away from her. She's yeah, just yeah. using you. She wasn't using me. She was She was just a whore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. No, I found out so many terrible things later on. And, uh-huh. was, it's, and it ended up getting really bad. Uh, it got really bad. Wow. Yeah. So, but hey, man, you got some, <laughs> right? Exactly. So that's all. That's all that really counts in high school, honestly. Exactly. Dude. Exactly. I mean, if I can do things a little bit, old, I'd be uh, if I can go back to high school, I would do things a little bit different. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if I would commit no to somebody <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in high school when you know in high school you don't even know who the fuck you are exactly you know no, so. i would have committed to somebody different uh, if i could redo it all over again uh, i would have committed yeah. I but yeah but like i was in a relationship for like a year and a half in high school man really just, yeah that's a long ass time for high school for high school yeah, yeah for high school it's a long time not I mean, everybody's like cory and topanga from I know, world, right? right? <laughs> they used to, <laughs> I think that was everybody's dream, right? right? Corey and Topanga. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, the Topanga was in my dreams. A bunch oh of my times. god, she's still in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, she still looks hot. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I follow uh, uh, PWG. Yep. Okay, so yeah, I follow them. And then they'll post pictures of you know Topango showing up really? on, the, on the shows and just you know checking out the shows. Really? Yeah. I gotta start watching cool. PWG then. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, but no, she still looks great, man. Yeah. She's she's still beautiful. Well, she shows up on shows from time to time. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, man! Yeah, she still looks exactly the same. Yeah. Man. And they try to do reunions and stuff. I'm like, everybody else looks like shit, and she looks amazing. You see, she's on a show right now. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's canceled or not, or I mean, it's on the Disney Channel, and it's a. Uh, it's uh it's her, uh, Corey and their daughter. And yeah, the shows revolved around their daughter. I all I know is that the last was it was it uh, the guy Girl Meets World. That's what it's called. Okay, the, so the the, the guy that plays Corey uh, didn't he like age did not do well for him. I haven't all. seen him. No, nah. I, I've seen the reunion things that they got. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Wow. Like as a kid, you're like, hey, this could be a good looking kid. All right. Yeah. He's he's, he's he could be handsome uh-huh. as an adult, like a full-flown adult. You're like, wow, really? You got hit. In I haven't the face seen him. Hard. I haven't. <laughs> he looks like beat up luggage. It is really? terrible. Yeah. Oh shit, that, that bad, huh? Mickey Rourke thing going on right oh, now. Oh boy, <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> You're just giving it to everybody. <laughs> but, no, no offense, Mick. No offense. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could probably knock us out both of us out, dude. With all the training, you see his last right. boxing match? No, no, no. Was it bad? Well, I, well, the last one that I saw, it was somewhere in, in Russia. I think, I think it was in Russia. Uh, he had an exhibition fight there, and uh, 
I'm not gonna say uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not gonna say it was staged, or I'm not gonna say that uh, <laughs> you know they 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 went. Uh, it was a work. It was pretty right. a choreographed. But I mean, <laughs> it, to me, it looked a little. I don't know. Uh, there was some. I, to me, there's there's some. It looked like some phantom punches. Right. There, so. <laughs> it probably was. Who right. knows? But hey, he won. Who hey, cares? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. <laughs> so whatever money can get you. Whatever. Hey, dude. Yeah, for sure. If that's how way you make your living, then fuck it. Who the fuck am I to tell you? You know. You're you still make more than me. Yeah, you're making way more than me. So obviously, you're doing something right. Um. <laughs> So so you lost the weight. You uh, I started losing weight. I started putting on muscle at that point. And once I started getting noticed by women, yeah. I was just like, okay, I like this. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but realistically, once I started um, training with the bodybuilders and stuff yeah. like that, and I started getting their philosophy down, and mm. it wasn't about women anymore. And I was just like, what? Oh, yeah. seven, I think I was 17 at the time. I was like, no, it's always about women. Exactly. Uh, I was like, I finally got laid. Of course, it's only about <laughs> of women. Of course. I mean, why else would you do it? <laughs> and um, no, they they started teaching me about, you know, body change, being able to mold yourself, trying to make yourself better. And it's it even came down to the point, it's not about the look. It's about actually being able to feel better and be happy with yourself and stuff like that. And I was like, as I, you know, as I progressed with them, I was like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want, it, it got to the point where I didn't even care about women at that point. Cause I was like, I want to be a better me. I don't want to mm-hmm. be just looking for <laughs> the next hot And woman. that's incredible to see because at 17, mm-hmm. you know, your hormones are just fucking raging. Oh, they're dude. through the roof. They're just raging. Through so to, to, to have somebody tell you that and it makes sense to you mm-hmm. and you comprehend it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. That's unbelievable, man. Because I know for sure if somebody would have told me that at seventeen, I'm like, get out of here, dude. Right. Some, some, you know, old fuck that that you know, just you're, you're telling me, you know, life lessons and you're like, what do you know? You know, you're just, yeah. you know, just you're you know, just old. some old fuck. I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, it probably stems down to um, I was basically raised by my grandparents, mm-hmm. so for me. I was instilled in that 1940s, 1950s mentality. Okay. So I kind of had to grow up quick, and especially mm-hmm. when it came down to like helping them out. And then my mom was my mom was around, but she wasn't you know full time there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I kind of had to grow up young. Don't get me wrong, I, I still had yeah, the young sure. mentality. You had your fun, yeah. You still had your fun, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I was still, excuse me, I was still learning. I started work at 15. I mean, mm-hmm. I had just been going nonstop. Yeah. And it's it, it was just me. I didn't... My hormones were through the roof. Yeah. But at the same time, I still had my hand. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So again... I mean, you Even as never, an adult, it's still there. It's still, when I mean. it's still there. You know, you can always count on on righty or lefty. Doesn't talk back. Doesn't you talk know. back. You just... I know. Dude. There's no tears afterwards. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I'm just saying. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's the reason that I ended up. I was able to comprehend it somewhat young. Yeah. And um, not to mention at, at the time too, um, I was working for. Uh, I was I was working for Sizzler. No, it's no longer around out here. No, yeah, yeah. And um, I they didn't know my age like. You look at me now, I look like I'm in my 40s. I get that. 
And when I was 16, I also looked older. I looked like I was in my mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. And uh, they the owners out here of the Sizzler didn't know my age. They thought I was younger. Mm. Or they thought that I was older. And they promoted me to a manager at uh, just over 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they thought I was in my mid-20s. Really? Yep. So I started managing a Sizzler at a very young age. But it's probably not even the way you look, but also the way you, you know, uh, presented yourself and... I suppose. Yeah. Again, I mean, that's what everybody says now, too. And I personally don't see it. I look at myself as a giant five year old. Mm-hmm. I have so much fun when it comes down to anything. Mm-hmm. And you, but yeah, but you're not talking like a, like a five year old. I, too, well, no, but right. I mean, you talk like a grown ass <laughs> man. No. I do. I do. But at the same time, it, it's like at the gym. When you see me at the gym, yeah. I am laughing and joking constantly. Mm-hmm. I, whether it, if I'm spotting you, I'm making you work harder because I'm making sure that you're laughing your ass off when you're trying to push that weight. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that one. (laughs) I know, but hey, it makes you work harder Uh and you're like, I'm going to get this weight off me. Otherwise I'm going to die. And you're Mm. doing it yourself. And and it, that's, that's one of my methods in training. If you're having a good time and you're laughing half the time, you don't even realize how sore you are because you're laughing your ass off. You're enjoying yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I like to train people. Yeah. And if you're having a good time with me, then, Hey, and you're getting results on top of it. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. That's that's my philosophy on it. Have a good time with everything that you do. Yeah. And that's what I always try to do too. I I always try to break down those barriers and then like, sometimes I'll help out people, um, they want me to give them advice or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just uh, they're a little intimidated to ask <laughs> or whether they're just uh, they just don't, they don't want to mess up. They want to be able to get this shit done right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they have like a little bit of a barrier. They have a little, they're shielded up a little right. bit. And don't do that in the gym. Come yeah, on. yeah. So I try to, you know, I try to lower that down for them. I try to break it down. So I, you know, I'll make them laugh, you know, I'll yeah. make an ass out of myself exactly. or something like that. dude. I have enough confidence in myself <laughs> <laughs> that I can make an ass out of myself that, it, you know, and I'll be okay. Right. So, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're comfortable in yourself. Absolutely. And that's, man. that's, that's my thing is I want everybody to be comfortable in themselves. I'm still not comfortable with myself yeah. and it's probably, I, I'll, probably be comfortable with myself when i'm dead yeah, yeah. i don't have to it worry doesn't anymore, matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. but it's it's you got to be comfortable because if not you're gonna be running around scared all the time and that's like in the gym i get it people have told me numerous times that they didn't want to come up to me because they're afraid mm. i was like what the hell are you afraid of i mean mm. i'm a giant teddy bear i ain't shit yeah, yeah, right yeah. come up talk to me ask questions anything like that yeah and then once they get to know me, they're, why was I afraid to ask? Nah. I don't have a clue. So you, you're making the gains. Yep. You know, you're losing the weight. You're yep. making, uh, you, you started training with these, uh, these, uh, these bodybuilders and they're telling you what all this stuff is all about. It mm-hmm. took you about a year to, to, to figure it out. To really it, start getting To really it. figure it out and to the, the real meaning of it. And it took me probably about, you know, eight or nine years. Um, it's good for you. Well, at the same Mm -hmm. time too, uh, even when I was younger, I was still making mistakes all the time. I mean, we are, we're still making mistakes. All of us still every, every damn day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, the mistakes that I was, I was still making, like I was still doing, especially for bodybuilding, which is terrible. I was doing like three body parts a day Mm -hmm. for each, each work. And if you're bodybuilding, it's very difficult to do that unless you are just a genetic freak. 
Yeah. It, you can't do that. You have to focus on one. Put the blood in one thing and keep the blood in one muscle, and that's it. Mm. And that's where you're going to get super size and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, But again, I was still making those mistakes even younger. I mean, I was learning from everybody, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I was, still, I was incorporating all three things that I learned into one. Mm-hmm. You can do that. But yeah. do it correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't do calisthenic leg workout <clears throat> with bodybuilding arms and power lifting shoulders all yeah. in the same day. All in the same day. Yeah, it just doesn't work. And yeah. that's what I started doing. And I mean, yeah, I'm losing weight, but I'm not not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And then it, it it slowly started building up. And um, yeah, I, I started focusing more on just one thing. And then it, it, I slowly started with two body parts and then one. And then I really started getting the gains probably around 21, 22. 21, 22. Yep. So it took you a few years to figure things out yeah. a little bit. But, I mean, it took you uh, – so at 21, 22, you started making serious size, yep. the gains. <clears throat> and then so where did it take you after that? Um, as soon as I did that, like um, – I mean, it's, it's a vicious circle because even when I was younger, uh-huh. like when I was 17, um, I don't know he, – he's passed now, so I believe I'm – it's okay, but uh, Buffalo Jim's Wrestling Federation. Oh yes, dude! I used to love watching his uh, commercials on. Yes, uh, late night, <laughs> late night, not, not just even late night. Well, like there used to be like this block of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I forgot what channel it was. Um, like one of the the local uh, channels. Yeah, <clears throat> they have like a block of uh, wrestling. Like uh, like I think it was like two hours of just wrestling. Yeah. From different promotions, and then in, in in when they will have commercial breaks, Buffalo Jim will be with, on there <laughs> with his yeah. his weird top hat glasses. Yeah, and come out things. to Buffalo Jim's wrestling and, yeah. da, 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 and all those shit. And I, like, I mean, shit. I mean, not to not to knock the dead, but um, he could have done things a lot better. He he could have been a better person. I'm just gonna say like that. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like I, it, it's not to knock people, but some people. You don't want to be mean, yeah. But sometimes, when the entire time you know them, you don't have a single good thing to say about them. Mm-hmm. He was he was very he was and that I, kind of person. Yeah, and I've probably got about a dozen people that will say the exact same thing. Oh wow! <laughs> well, good thing I never met him then, yeah. huh? But I mean, it started um, like I, that's where I officially officially started with um, wrestling and lifting mm-hmm. combined. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I wanted to be a wrestler. And then but so I want to look good, too. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm focusing on lifting and trying to better myself. Mm-hmm. And um, So you were always a wrestling fan? Since I was a kid. Uh-huh. Since I was a kid. Like when I was five, I told everybody I'm going to be a wrestler. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. When I was five, I was like, because that's when I started watching it. Uh-huh. And I mean. So who were your favorites? Who were the ones that you I, grew up watching? <laughs> All right. When I, was, when I was a kid, my two favorites, like my, my, my biggest face and biggest heel. Like, I loved Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels was the man. Mm -hmm. And then it switched to Stone Cold when Shawn stopped. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite heel was Hollywood Hogan. Mm -hmm. And that was was when I was a kid. And as I got older, when I became 16, you know, 15, 16, I started liking all of them just for the sheer fact that it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And there's few people that I don't like when it comes down to wrestling. Very few. And it's just because I I understood and I respected the fact that what they could do and what they put their bodies through Mm -hmm. and everything like that. Each one can tell their own story in the ring, which is Mm -hmm. why I grew to like all of them. But when I was a kid, Shawn Michaels, Hollywood Hogan, Stone Cold. Mm -hmm. Those were my three. Those were your three guys. 
Um, so what was like, okay, so you loved watching them, mm-hmm. but what was like, like the moment that you were like, I got to do this. This is, I this. was five. Yeah. So as I, soon as you yes, saw it, as soon as I seen it, I was like, this is it. This is it. This, this is what is you want to do more than anything. Do you remember that first time that you, yes, w- as a matter of fact, my mom put on, wow. uh, my mom put on a, a match for us because we had been asking me and my brother had been asking her to let us watch wrestling and she didn't want us to. Mm. And finally she was how'd you hear about it? Or like everybody at school. Oh, everybody at school was talking about it. Okay. She was like, no, no, no. She finally just let it happen. And, uh, the very first pay-per-view we watched was the, uh, in your house buried alive between undertaker and mankind. Mm -hmm. What year was that? Like 96, 96 mm-hmm. and um we that was the first pay-per-view we watched we started watching it sooner mm-hmm. but 96 was the very first pay-per-view that we watched and i believe the first match that i seen um was razor and gold dust so 94 95 something like that okay and then um yeah and then i started watching older stuff and newer things but uh-huh. when i was when i was five the very first time i like really watched i was that that's, was that's, that's it. That's this it. is what you want to do. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, as I got older and time went on, I jumped in. I found because uh, those Buffalo Jim commercials. He was like, "Come on down to this. Come on, you want to learn to be a wrestler? This and that." And I'd go down there and I'd I'd try. And I got my mom to pay pay him money to uh-huh. for me to do stuff. And uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't learn a damn thing so, <laughs> because I was going to I was going to ask you what was that first day at a. Uh, well, what did you, uh, what did your parents say that? Yay, uh, this is this is what I want to do. And oh, I mean, <laughs> just like any like when I was a kid saying it, uh, it was it just was, like, it was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but any now that you're what at that time when you told them that you wanted this is what I want to do. This is a, this were, is the school that I want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, How old were you at that time? Oh God, I think I was. I just turned 17. Just turned 17. Just roughly. And then when you told them, hey, this, this is, is it. At the time, my what mom they say? My mom was just <laughs> like, well, you've been talking about it since you were five. So well, I mean, obviously you're dedicated, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so she paid overly uh, priced, by the way. Uh-huh. And I didn't learn a goddamn thing. No. So I was going to ask you, what was that first day like? No, it in was the, just in, terrible in, heat. In school. No, it, it was Buffalo Jim, a man that could not even see his toes, let alone look at his toes. So was, was he the actual trainer? No, or he, he would have a... guys come in that were just, you know, indie workers that never learned the proper way. Uh-huh. They were just somebody that kind of yard tarted, mm-hmm. you know, backyard wrestling, bought a ring and then did it their way. Okay, so for the people that don't know who Buffalo <laughs> Buffalo Jim yeah, Buffalo Jim is, is like there's this he was this local guy, and uh, he would put out these commercials <laughs> in these local channels, and it was it was funny because he, the guy he was like a like a cartoon character, you know, he was this big you know obese dude. He with, was this big obese slob. Big that's why with his big giant beard. He had his top hat on. He had his shades. Come to think of it, that beard uh-huh. is now everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, in the wrestling scene, uh-huh. it's everywhere. But, um, yeah, and, you know, he would come out and say, hey, come out to Buffalo Wild Buffalo Wild Wing. That's where he lived. Buffalo Gyms and come out to the shows and then sometimes, so he was his promoter, I guess, and uh, he would put out wrestling shows. 
where did he put out these Russian stories? But some of the stuff that he that I, that I saw on TV, mm-hmm. the, the the ceiling was super fucking right. low. It was terrible. It was like this packed in. It, so it's maybe like you can only fit in maybe like fifty people yeah. in there. Maybe even Tops. less. Tops. Maybe even less because I mean it's the ring and it's this tiny ass room. Yeah, the walls would yeah. hit the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yep. yeah. It, it was it was uh, it was kind of I don't even know how to describe it. It was kind of like a like a really tiny office. Like one of those offices that you rent out to start your business and do stuff like that. And then you've got like three workers total and the office is still too small for those Mm -hmm. three workers. That's where he put in a wrestling show. Yeah. So this guy was a character, um, but he's been on for like years on Mm -hmm. on, on local channels. So you go up. So she signs you up to class. How much was the the, the, school? It was 250. 250 a what? A month. 250 a month. Yeah. For what six months a year? No, just, it was basically whatever. When, when you pay it, that that's it. Pay per month. You just do and how it. many times would you uh, train? Oh, a week? I, w- I went there five days a week for the first week, and mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was going five days. Was anything happening those five days? No. Okay. I think I got trained maybe twice in a week, uh-huh. maybe once sometimes. Okay. And it was just it, it was terrible because again, he would just make me stand outside and he go, "All right, do squats and push ups." Mm-hmm. And then you got these other two guys in the ring the entire time. And I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. And it just never happened. So, okay. So how was that first day? You get there. Oh, it you- was terrible. It was, it was crushing. Uh-huh. It was a crushing experience. At first, I'm thinking like, okay, he wants me to, to prove myself and I've got to mm-hmm. work my way up. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust ass and I'm really going really to prove myself. And then it just turned into like after the first month, I knew nothing was ever going to happen. I never stepped foot in the ring that first month. That first month. That so first month, what'd you do? Never. Just a bunch of the exercises yeah. or just Yeah, just outside the ring. Outside. And then you never seen Jim. You uh, never seen Jim at all. You uh, seen the other two cats that were in the ring from time to time and they would do stuff. And then I would show up like the next day and they're like, No, nobody's here. It's gonna be closed today. And then I show up the next day and they're like, No, Jim's not coming in today. And then <laughs> go the next day and like, Well, one of the guys got the key, so we're gonna we're gonna bump around and then that just yeah. keeps me out uh, keep me out, out of the ring. Do squats, push-ups, sit-ups. I was like, okay. So that was for the first month, you said? That was the first month. So That's the first month. So when did you start to uh, I got hit in the, the ring? I got in the ring, and I started learning to run the ropes a little. And I took like two or three bumps. And then How was that first bump? Rough. Yeah? Rough. Oh, yeah. my. Mainly because the guys training me didn't know how to teach. Mm. They didn't know how to do any of that stuff. And uh, you want to know, here's the messed up part. The most messed up part. I'll... Mm-hmm. I learned how to bump properly from watching Tough Enough. The very first Tough Enough yeah, from like yeah, 2000, yeah. 2001. Okay, yeah, yeah. Watch that. That was I the see. first time, yeah, that I saw like, all right, this is uh-huh. how, you know. And I watched one bump. of them bump and I was just like, ah, like I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's how I'm supposed to. And do for it. the people that don't know what Tough Enough is, it was a, uh, it was a, ga- um, like what, like a game show contest, you it, know, yeah, thing. Like contest show, yeah, from from the WWE, what WWF at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, they would put out like, hey, we're looking for the next WWF <laughs> superstar, and if you want to do this. Come in and join and have people uh, do these tryouts. Mm-hmm. And then there was a select few that would get picked. And uh, it was basically a, like a reality show, yeah. you know, uh, that yep, would yep. teach them how to uh, bump, or, which is uh, uh, fall, get fall yeah, how to get slammed, fall, uh, how to do punches and kicks and just like pretty much like the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And then every week somebody will get eliminated until somebody wins. 
Yeah. But yeah, but it was it was cool to see at that time because I think I was what. When did it come out? Like ninety nine? I think it came 98? out like no. I want to. I want to say like two thousand. I know. Really? I maybe between ninety nine and two thousand one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That so yeah, at break. that time it was like thirteen, fourteen years old. Mm-hmm. So I mean, to see like how they actually yeah. do it, and then watch him winning Night Raw the the, <laughs> the following week. I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I get it now. I see it. How I'm they do seeing it. it. Yeah. 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 And and that's exactly what it was. I'm like, when you watch it like that. Mm-hmm. That's how you should be trained. Yeah. Like, even though it was still kind of staged, you know, <sighs> reality TV is real. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But um, that's how you that's how you should start mm-hmm. is really by how that happened on Tough Enough. Yeah. That's really how you should start. And that's exactly what I started doing to myself, mm-hmm. not with the trainers. So you're kind of teaching yourself how yes, to do all this Yes, because gym stuff. school didn't work. Um, no joke, by midway through the second month, Jim's mm-hmm. um, uh, spot was closing for that time and he was just going to run shows and no longer do schools and stuff like that. Okay. And he wouldn't give me the money back. <laughs> mm. So how long was it? So a month and a half, a was, month and a half of yep. you training. And then he was already, he decided to shut down the school. Yep. And he was just going to put out shows. Yep. What did he even at least put you on the shows? No, 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 no. not even that. No, didn't even contact me. Nothing. nothing. I didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. I, I just barely learned how to bump, and I taught myself how to bump. <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, you were 17 years old. Uh-huh. I mean, who knows? And you know what? There's a, I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts as well, uh-huh. and a lot of the wrestlers out there, they have, like, the same exact stories, yep. you know? It was terrible. Some and guy, they were just they were desperate to get into a school. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to get into a school. So, I mean, if you see one that's down the street from your house, then, yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, of course, you're going to go over there and mm-hmm. pay the guy the money and then <laughs> do whatever he tells you to do, you know? Which is what I did, and I was moron yeah, yeah i mean but i mean you were 17 years old i mean you didn't know it better so no, i mean it was it was bad so. so so he shut down the school and then he was he didn't even put you on the show so what did you nope. do obviously I, your dreams didn't your dreams didn't die at that no, moment they, so what did you decide to do uh, i went strictly into fitness at that time okay strictly that's when i i started learning um so many different things at that point. Like as soon as the school shut down, I was just like, all right, I'm going to focus on my body and I'm going to WWE. Uh, That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. So I started focusing on my body and it didn't work out that way. So, so what, you just weren't seeing the games? Or like, I wasn't was seeing, I wasn't seeing a damn thing. And it was, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It was happening. But to me, I was like, I don't look like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't look like. Have you, ever, have, you, have you ever seen him or met him before? I've seen him, never met him. No, I, I, I've I seen him. I, yeah. I went to uh, to a, a Nitro show mm-hmm. at the at the MGM. I believe it was a uh, '97. I believe. Yeah. Uh, and I went there, and then the show was over, and then uh, me and my buddy we, we were walking out of the arena, and we for some reason we went through the back way or something, mm-hmm. and then I, I we're walking through the sidewalk, and then I see Hogan and Bischoff. Yeah, there. best of friends right there. Yeah, and Hogan <laughs> and Hogan was like my fucking idol growing up. Dude, I was a Hulkamaniac. I still am. I was a Hulkamaniac. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. I was. I was a Hulkamaniac. So, I, so, I, and I don't get starstruck or mm-hmm. anything. So when I saw him, I did, I was just like, okay, there, there's Hogan. Like, right. Wow, there he is. Right, that dude is. <laughs> fucking massive he's huge man. and at that time he lost like a tremendous amount of weight you mm-hmm. know because if you see pictures of him when he was uh in like in, in uh, the whole you know hulkamania uh, 
at his the, highest. You know, he was a big dude. I think oh, he was like, like maybe like th- over 300 pounds. Yeah, he got up to 320. But he, yeah, but like, at, you know, he was at 6'7", you mm-hmm. know? He's a tall dude. A and then at, at, when he was in uh, Nitro, when he was in WCW, he lost an, a good amount yeah. of weight. Like he's still jacked. Yeah, yeah, he's still jacked and everything. But um, yeah, I just remembered like, dude, that guy is tall. Yeah. And he is big uh-huh six seven and yeah, yeah. Like, dude, he's like you said maybe like around 260 270 or something yeah. like that but now just- now there was a difference though because i seen him and then i seen because this was roughly around the same time uh-huh. where the giant i watched him walk because it was uh it was in the mgm because mm-hmm. i went to halloween havoc okay and um i seen the giant walking behind him Okay. And it was Hogan walking one place, and then the giant. And when you think Hogan, because Hogan is massive, yeah. six seven is not a little person. No, it's in not in any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. But then when you see somebody behind him where his hands are as big as a slot machine, yeah, holy shit, yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't starstruck. I was intimidated. Like oh, I yeah, think yeah. I even pissed You're just my that pants. Awe yeah, how big this person yeah. really is. And I was, ooh, god dang! All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so you weren't seeing the gains? No, I wasn't no. seeing the gain. Everybody else was seeing them. I wasn't. Yeah, and it's still today. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, we all have. Yeah, and that's the other thing I, too. I, I tell people is like, if you want to go to a place where you see like the most insecure people, mm-hmm. just go to a gym. Yeah. Everybody so. in there is like the most insecure <laughs> people that you'll ever meet. It's Especially the the, me too, dude. For sure, dude. I mean, just I look into myself in the mirror, and I, and I talked about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I look myself in the mirror, and I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, dude, you look pretty good, right? Right. And then I walk down here and I and look downstairs, and I look mirror. at the mirror, and I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> I'm going back upstairs, mirror. <laughs> yeah, or just like anything like that, dude. Like I'll, you know, I'll be at the gym. And I'm like, fuck, dude. You know, I look like shit, or mm-hmm. I see a little bit of titty here, right. or just like I, I my love handle, boob. or yeah, or even <laughs> like that. It's just like I don't know. It's just uh, yeah, I have the same insecurities, man. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go, and, or anybody that you see at the gym has. They do, and that's the reason that they're there is they want to fix the insecurity. So, Mm -hmm. but even though it's probably already fixed in their mind, they still see it from years ago. Oh yeah, that type of shit. I still see my boobies all the time. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Too, and yeah, and it's we're our own worst enemy. And Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, I see you in the gym, and you're a jack dude. And and oh, you know how to make a girl blush. <laughs> but no, I'm not gonna give out fucking compliments <laughs> to anybody that doesn't deserve it. But I mean, I see you in the gym, and, and you're pushing, and you're pulling weights, and um, and it's not, you know, it's not uh, small weight either. No. So I mean, and and you can have, and you have the physique to to show that you know you know what the fuck you're doing. With my so, '80s pants, damn straight. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. His gear, my goodness. Yeah. I get, I get grief all the time because I wear '80s clothes. I wear the, the damn '80s pants, the fanny uh-huh. pack, everything. Yeah. And I get, oh man, the stringer. Um, oh yeah, the stringer too. And it was it when I first wore the '80s pants, it was a joke. It was a damn joke. Like I got, I ordered a pair online. I was like, I'm gonna go to the gym one day. Is a ha ha funny funny look at Sam wearing '80s pants, mm-hmm. and uh. I bought those and a fanny pack, and I was like, that's what I'm going to the gym in. And I put the pants on and instantly was the most comfortable things I have ever worn my yeah, entire life. They're loose. They, and they're just, oh they're just it, it's like, it's, it's kind of like thin, it's thin material, yes. right? So it's I thin mean, four-way so it's stretch breath- material. So yeah, so it's breathable. 
So, I mean, when you're in the gym, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're I mean, no, yeah. It, it makes it so I'm not sweating in my legs. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You see my shoulders, face, chest, that's all sweating. Mm-hmm. My legs, no. It's like ventilated. Yeah. It's nice. Mm. And I mean, I lounge in them. I, I, you should have wore that. Because I, I, I like to take pictures of with my guests so I can tell the, the, the listeners, like, hey, the, this episode is coming up this week, so check it out. Whatever, whatever. That's perfect. I'm you should know. have. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Wonder if I got one in the car. <laughs> in the <I'm> car. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but no, as soon as I as soon as I wore those, I no joke, I bought four more yeah. pair, and then from then on, I was like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks of me at the gym. I fucking love this. Yes, yes. Yeah. And when you're at the gym, you should still be comfortable. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Be absolutely. Comfortable mm-hmm. when you're when you're lifting because if you're insecure about what you're wearing at the mm-hmm. gym, don't wear it. Yeah. It's that simple. So when you when you, uh so you started to uh, um make those changes and you mm-hmm. started you didn't see the results. So so what did you start to do after that then? Um, I started talking with certain people and uh, <clears throat> they were like, "Hey, no, you're looking good." And I was like, "I don't uh-huh. see it." And they're like, "Well." We can help you. And I was okay. like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we can help you with, with certain supplements. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept denying them for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not, I'm not going to take supplements. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to stick to protein powder and yeah, chicken my, and my, rice. Yeah, my chicken <laughs> and rice. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, finally at one point, um, uh, I started getting back into wrestling big, like really big. And um, as I started getting back into it, I seen the guys that were getting promoted to newer and newer shows were bigger guys and yeah. put on a lot of muscle and stuff like that. And yet mm-hmm. the group that I was wrestling with, um, not to knock any of them, I love them all to death, um, but we weren't all big guys. We were just, you know, average yeah. Joe Schmoes the way I looked at it. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want, I want to be something. Mm-hmm. So I went back to those guys and I was just like, hey... Um, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh-huh. They're like, all right, you're going to take this supplement and this supplement. And I was just like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And sure as shit, I put on 30 pounds. Like, wow. Yeah. It was, it was nice. Uh-huh. It was nice. And um, right then and there, I went, it was a mixture because I was like, man, I want to do wrestling. And then I was like, fuck, I kind of want to do bodybuilding too. Yeah. So I'd like to do the mixture of the two. So I started doing... Um, I started doing bodybuilding and I was like really focused into bodybuilding, but at the same time, nothing was going to stop my wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I was doing both at the same time, which, uh, unfortunately, unless you're genetically gifted, you can't do both at the same time. No, <laughs> there's no chance. It's a lot of it. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's taxing on your body, yes. you know, from all those bumps mm-hmm. that you, uh, that you, uh, do on your, on your body. And then not just that, but the type of training that you do for bodybuilding mm-hmm. and, all the other oh. stuff that you do, yeah, yeah, it's not no, the healthiest sport. No, it's really not because I would try to do, say I would go to the gym early and I would get a killer pump because I would do bodybuilding workouts. Uh-huh. So I would get a killer pump, say like in my arms or something. And then several hours later, I'd go to do you know a wrestling camp and I'd go in there and I'd go to do like an arm drag, but because my arms are so pumped, it would cramp and I would almost tear my bicep. Oh, wow. And it's just... It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. You got to pick. All right. You can either maintain and do wrestling or you can just do bodybuilding. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which one is it? Yeah. And um, one of my first major injuries <clears throat> is what caused me to be able to legitimately start bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And it was just because I was I was injured and mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't take slams, but I could lift. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I was lifting heavy weight at the time. It was just maximum reps and doing your diet properly. And that was about it. And what was that injury? Uh, I broke my back. You broke your back? <laughs> yeah. How? It was, it was in a match okay. uh, or training, training match. And uh, this guy ended up shooting his legs when he should have just worked with me. And he was just trying to show how strong he was. Mm-hmm. And he shot his legs and he threw me across the ring and I landed on my face and my feet folded over and hit me in the back of the head and I scorpioned bad. Oh, wow. And everybody was like, holy shit, Sam just broke his neck. Uh-huh. And uh, no, it wasn't my neck. I cracked my spine in three spots. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, after that, like on YouTube, you can see some of my videos of where I where I'm wrestling and I was like, that eh, guy's in pretty good shape. And then like mm. a month or two go down and he's like, wow, he got fat quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was because I didn't know. I didn't want to spend them. I didn't have insurance at the time. I didn't want to spend the money to go see a doctor or anything like that. So yeah. I just, I just put up with it. Couldn't work out. Couldn't do anything because, you know, I was just in pain. And, um, so eventually the pain caught up to me and I was like, and I was still wrestling. That's the worst part. I was wrestling with cracks in my spine for two months. And I'm talking going up to Utah and wrestling in a Utah ring where it's nothing but wood. <laughs> oh, there's no padding or nothing no, like that? No, a thin layer, a carpet. Uh-huh. A carpet. No joke. Yes, it mm. sucked. Mm. And they were one of the old rings, too, that have the piston in the middle. It's not just steel beams that actually spring. Mm. No, it was a piston that didn't move. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But um, I wonder the, if those are the ones that use in like in Mexico because like those, yeah, it looks like so it doesn't move. <laughs> it looks like it doesn't move at all. Even like the mat or the the the, the canvas, uh-huh. it doesn't even look like a like a like a regular canvas. No. It looks like a, looks like just sheer wood. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like a, I don't know. It just looks like tile or something, uh-huh. dude. And it's, it's like it's so when you see the guy, you're like yeah. So when you see like a, a wrestling match, if you go watch like a WWE match. Sometimes when uh, you know there's a there's a, a slam or whatever, somebody takes a bump on the ring. Uh, there's a little bit of a give there, so yep. they they kind of bounce a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, it doesn't make the bump that bad, right? But if you go and you watch, if you go turn on like uh, on Telemundo or watch Triple A, Triple A, or it's like CMLL. Mm-hmm. Those are like the the big Mexican uh, organizations. Uh, those rings do not move no, they, you see the guys just splat on the ground and then yeah. that's it yeah. there's no bounce there <laughs> there's no nothing they're just slammed right there and i'm like oh <laughs> shit dude there's some rings out there that i want and that i see and i'm like fuck that shit looks uh-huh. brutal it man. is terrible and and especially when you're in a ring like that you're like hey the, the guy will tell you he's like hey i want to give you this big power bomb and you're like no <laughs> no, 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 that <laughs> what if we did like a giant superplex off the top rope i was like you can attempt it and i'm not going yeah <laughs> you're gonna fall on your own and i'm gonna get down oh wow <laughs> so um so you break your 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 back in uh-huh. three spots and uh it started catching up to you it, it caught up to me i was just in so much pain that finally i was like all right i'm gonna fork out the money to go get the mris and everything like that yeah and i went and got him and they he told me and he was like look you need to uh you need to rest. You can't do anything right now mm-hmm. at all. He goes, I'm going to give you some stuff that's going to heal it. He says, but you can't take the slams right now. I was mm-hmm. like, mm. but he goes, trust me. And uh, they put a needle into my spine three times. And the needle, I want to say nine inches. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'd rather take a swift kick to the nuts than ever go through <laughs> that again. 
And uh, he did that, and then he gave me some steroid stuff and some injections around the spine and like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And no joke, within a week, I felt great. Mm. But he was telling me, he goes, look, it's still cracked. you got to wait for them to heal. He goes, lift, do what you can. Don't go over excessive, but lift to get the muscles around it to stay strengthened up. Mm. And it'll help heal everything else. Okay. And I was like, all right, fine. So uh, when I was doing... When I was thinking about it, I was like, well, I'm going to get my body in the best shape that I possibly can mm-hmm. before I get back in the ring. So I took like a five-month hiatus just to heal my spine. But I mean, I start, I was lifting hard. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't heavy, like anything crucial on my back, but like my chest, um, leg machines that doesn't in, incorporate my back whatsoever. Oh, man, I was pushing hard. Yeah. And then I started really seeing results on that. And I was like, I wonder if I could do a show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, being young and dumb, I attempted a show and failed miserably. <laughs> Last place, didn't qualify, nothing. I was like, nothing, all right, huh? maybe bodybuilding isn't my thing. So, uh, so did, um, did you look like, did you uh, I look back good. at it and you I, look good? I look good for, for uh-huh. a young age and my size and everything. No. For your first time? Yes. Okay. I did look good, like, to me now. If I could look like that, at 230 because I had dropped down to like 175 for it. Uh-huh. And I mean, Oh wow. Yeah, no, I could mm. never do that again. Now. Okay. Now, now I'm at too much weight where if I were to drop down to that, I mm. would probably look like I'm going to die. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, it, I did. I, I felt like I looked good for the, for the show. And then I get up on stage and everybody else looks 10 times better than me. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no wonder I failed. So you, so you failed it. And then, uh, how long did the process take for you for for your back to heal then? No, my, my back was healed um, within seven to eight months. Okay. But I mean, the first few months of me lifting while I was injured, uh-huh. that's when I was like, I'm going to do bodybuilding right now because if I'm not allowed to get slammed, I'm going to preoccupy my time with something else. Okay. So I did that. And no joke, I mean, as soon as I did the show, and even though I didn't even come close, um, I felt better. And I felt better mentally in so many different ways for the sheer fact that I could actually look at myself and go, oh, my God, I molded that. Because yeah. I w- when I was injured, I looked terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm talking love handles, everything hanging over my pants. And I'm talking like comfy pants. Yeah. <laughs> not, not like jeans and a belt, <laughs> comfy pants. And uh, I got blob hanging over. Yeah. So, um, But when I seen just what I could do within a few months of like really putting time and focused energy... And then seeing the end result, like instantly I got gratification. I was, I was happy. Like yeah. in mentally, physically, emotionally, I was happy. Mm-hmm. Even though I failed, it was like, wow, I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. I can mold myself. I can, this is, this is what I want. And, uh, it, again, the gym just made me feel better in every aspect of my life. Just because if you're having a bad day, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to get all that aggression and anger out. If I'm having a good day, I'm going to go in and sweat it out and have an even better day now. Mm -hmm. It's just the gym made everything better for me. It made everything better. But we're still struggling with those insecurities, though. Oh, all the time. I I struggle with them now. Do they get pretty bad, though? Oh, brutally. Brutally. Uh, The... (laughs) Um, this past summer was the first time I have taken my shirt off around people uh-huh. in almost 20 years. Really? Yes. And it's just because yeah. of the insecurity. Yep. Because yeah. of the insecurity. Don't get me wrong. I have taken my shirt off wrestling, but yeah. I'm under a mask. I'm under 
So everybody, in my mind, everybody's like, look at that fat guy. I wonder what he looks like under the face, you know, but nobody knows my face, so I'll do it. Uh But when it comes down to like me, and this is like at a pool party and and other people around, I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. Mm. And I was still insecure as shit. So don't you think like some of those insecurities (laughs) kind of held you back a little bit on certain things? So many times. There was, there was times that. is 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 it just, you know, physically how you look or is it like, uh, those insecurities carry over to some uh other things or they carry over um relationship wise communicating with people stuff like that no um when it comes down to like the in the ring no mm-hmm. not at all i don't know what it is but as soon as you're out there everything disappears you're i not. think it's just because you're portraying a different character yes. though you know yes. you're not doing it you're not you no. out there you're a totally different person mm-hmm. different persona different background different yeah. Just, you know, different world. So, yeah. I mean, I get that. How you know, mm-hmm. But that's that. a different world. Yeah. That really is a different world. When yeah. I go out there, I'm, I'm getting paid to be something else. Yeah. All right? And mm. that's something else. Nobody cares. They just want to see the entertainment. Uh-huh. Nobody's looking at you that way. And not to mention, I'm looking for the crowd. I'm looking for my character. I'm looking for if I'm going to protect this guy. Is this guy going to protect me? Mm. There's so many other things. And my fatness is not on my mind at uh. all. <laughs> so you sometimes you still see that little fat kid. Oh, you know, every day. Up, you know? Every day. You used to get picked on a lot in, in, That's when you were younger? To, um I was like, you know, a little fatty, but I was uh, one of the guys that was friends with everybody, so yeah, nobody yeah. really gave two shits. Yeah, but like they never picked on you, like joking around. You know how friends are, you know, yeah. they joke oh, around. Oh, friends? Like, oh, yeah. Friends, yeah, definitely. But I mean, the those friends things- picked on. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that shit still, you know, that shit still kind of hurts a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, shit, everybody still calls me fat today. Right? Really? You ever go to a buffet with me, you'll understand why. <laughs> oh, they call you fat because they they see how much you eat. It's disgusting, yeah. okay? Mm. Like my ex, she, uh, oh, not my ex, she, wonderful woman, she, um, she constantly calls me fatty all the mm. time. She was just like, hey, fatty, fat, fat, what are we doing today? <laughs> why is that? Because how much you eat? Oh, or is it- Apparently, I, if you've ever seen me pass up a meal, something's wrong. Okay. That's just what it is. Okay. Like, I get pleasure from food. I don't get excited <laughs> for anything, all right? Like, like we've discussed before, wrestling pay-per-views come on, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, when I got introduced for my next wrestling deal... Nobody had a clue that I was having a good time. Mm. In my mind, I'm having a blast. Yeah. If I get to meet a celebrity or anything like that, in my mind, I'm I'm ecstatic, but uh-huh. I don't show it. Yeah. You put a pizza in front of me, I'm gonna do a goddamn oh. backflip. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the same way though too. Though like, I mean, I get excited for like food and stuff. Right. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a foodie. Yeah, yeah. I, I love food, uh, <laughs> and I love to try new things. Exactly. But I mean, uh, but yeah, like those insecurities. Um, yeah, because I mean, I've dealt with them too. And I mm. was, uh, like I said, I wasn't obese, but I was, I was overweight. But I mean, the, the shit that, I, that uh, people really picked on me was oh, because you, of the height. Oh, because of my height. God. Well, that's what the things, that's the things that people would <laughs> pick on me for, was my height. So, you know, I yeah, would get see, a little... you're a jacked little shit, all right? Okay, well, well that's what you thing, want to Okay, somebody? so that's what I figured <laughs> out not that long ago was like... Uh, I figured out, I think the reason why I started going to the gym is because, you know, if if I can't get them with my height, I can get them with my size. With your size, yep. So Can't grow taller, you can grow wider. Though, but right? I can grow wider for <laughs> sure. And I think that's where it came from. Right. Uh, and, and, and so 
in high school, mm-hmm. I wanted to try out for the uh, wrestling team. Okay. And I love that, all that shit. Grappling, all that stuff. I loved it. And balls I wanted, in your face. It happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It happens. <laughs> well, balls on my chin. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I've got but, no room to talk. I'm in a uh, Speedo. <laughs> so so um, uh, I wanted to try out for the team, mm-hmm. but they wanted me to start lifting weights right and at that time i was told if i start lifting weights uh it's going to uh i'm not oh it's going to um what's the word i'm looking for it's gonna mess up my my growth plates and i won't be able to grow to my maximum what what age was this so at that time i was like 15 and i heard and i heard at 18 that's when you stop growing yeah so i and i saw i turned down wrestling no i turned down wrestling no. because because i wanted to maximize my potential <laughs> i wanted and, to grow taller yeah i wanted to grow a little bit taller so i'm like well in those three years and i always wanted to lift weights as well right. too so and i was like all right well you know what oh well i can't do wrestling and i can't lift weights because i want to do this and i'm gonna wait Mm-hmm. Three more years, and then I'll and I'll start uh, uh, start lifting weights. Right, dude, I've been the same height since I was fifteen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, not Ouch. even a fucking inch I grew. Um, well, but yeah, but like those, like those, but those, oh, like those are the insecurities that I was dealing with. Yeah, and that those are the that's an example of what you know my insecurities could hold me back. Yeah. So obviously, with me being short and just I didn't have any confidence myself, I was. <laughs> shy i was uh i was a little bit of an introvert i mean mm-hmm. i still had friends and i still uh, hung around with the popular crowd right but uh i was always like uh, always quiet you know the uh, uh, you know people didn't really you know pay that much attention because i wasn't making any noise <laughs> you, you weren't making any noise i wasn't Come making on. any noise so i mean those are like those are examples that i that i went through that mm-hmm. that made my well that that securities insecurities would hold me back right you know, it didn't let me break out of my shell yeah. because of that shit. You know, and I would get the jokes. You know, fucking, <laughs> you know, all the time. Especially, you know, it was mostly for my friends. Right. You know, it wasn't like I didn't have any bullies or anything. But I mean, I had my friends. You know, and they'll talk shit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I have my backpack on. And like, damn, the fucking backpack is taller than you. I remember my friend telling me it was my best friend growing up in high school, and he would just start laughing. I'm just like, fuck, dude. <laughs> See, it, it, that's just it. it. Goes to show. Being a child, <laughs> being a child, it's cruelty at its finest. It's all right? fucking brutal being a kid, man. You, you want the, kids can be fucking brutal. Yeah, and they're the most brutally honest people of all oh, time yeah, for right? sure. Anything they'll point out the worst goddamn uh, flaws that you've got. You've got feminine hips, man. <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's the thing that I, if I can give you advice, man, don't let that shit fucking bother you and it just holds you back, man. It just it holds you back to 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 experience you know yes. different things out there and i'm too so i just got to the point where i just got I, t- I got tired of it and i'm like fuck it dude if i can't uh win people over you know with your height with my height <laughs> you're gonna get fucking, jacked. i'm gonna get jacked <laughs> and just let my personality come out and just like and if i still can't win people over with that then fuck them i don't give a shit <laughs> well, i did i did well without you you know my <laughs> the first uh 33 years of my life i'm pretty sure i can deal without well, you see, for the next anybody that's seen you knows. i mean shit you're you're jacked you're you're fucking <clears throat> nobody looks at your height now all right you're the only one that no. looks at your height no, 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 no. you would be the only one because 
because nobody thinks of you as a short person. Everybody thinks of you normal, average, average height person. Yeah. But then when once the fucking sweatshirt comes off, they're like, oh, god damn. Yeah. All right. Is that, is that and he looks like an asshole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Are those guns that he's got? Look at the yeah. veins in his arm. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, he's, he's an dick. asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> How thick and veiny he is, he's a dick. <laughs> so uh, so you 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 go back to uh so you go back to wrestling. Yes. You're healed up. Mm-hmm. So you go back to wrestling. How does that how was that experience going back? Much better. Yeah. Like I went back So so once you started going back to the wrestling, then you started backing off from the from the bodybuilding then, yes. right? Yes, okay. yes, yes. I stopped I started falling back on it a little bit. Um I was still in the gym every day and I was also wrestling I training every day and trying to do shows all the time. Mm-hmm. And um I went back on it, but I was still trying to focus and I was still trying to learn more and more. And um, realistically, I want to say like the last, maybe the last six years is when I really learned how to transform my body. Okay. Like really taking the steps to do it. So were you, are, were you still on the supplements when, when you when, went but, back to wrestling? No, 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 okay. no, no. Um, so you backed off? Yes. I got back on the supplements um, before the last show, which was like four years ago. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I got back on the supplements, uh, just because I was going to do a bodybuilding show. Um, I was stuck in Flint, Michigan of all places still. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I was, when I was there, I was really focused. I had a good job. It was a job where it was only eight hours a day. I could, I mean, I had freedom. I could mm-hmm. lift as much as I wanted for as long as I wanted. Good job, good place. Everything was just well, but it was in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. And um I was I was jacked. I mean, I was really jacked and I, my <laughs> whole thing was was like in my mindset, I was like this bodybuilding show, it's mine. Mm-hmm. All right? I don't I don't give a shit what anybody says. This one's mine. I'm winning this thing. And then I get a phone call from a friend out here. Mm-hmm. going, hey, you've got a job right now, a very high-paying job if you come out right now. And I was like, okay, let me think about it. And I hung up the phone with him, and I called my job, and I was like, I'm putting my two weeks' notice in right now. <laughs> and I called, I called the, the show, and I was like, look, um, thanks for my entry fee. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, you guys can keep the money. I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> and two weeks time I was gone you were gone I was wow. gone yeah I didn't even care about the show just because I hated Michigan that badly uh, <laughs> well I mean it's really Michigan so I mean I mean I never been there but I, I mean it's the it's, number one worst city to live in in the world but I mean it's not that much going on there so a lot of, a lot of rape and murder there you go. Oh, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, if you were in the rape and murder business, then yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd then be, I'd be business fine. is booming, right? <laughs> but I mean, you were trying to be a bodybuilder and you were trying to be a, a wrestler. So, I mean, there's that, not that much that you can really do there. Well, in Flint, Michigan, yes. Um, oh, okay. No joke, though. Michigan is the place when it came down to wrestling. Mm. I was wrestling every weekend. Two or three shows per weekend. How far away from Flint, though? Oh, nowhere near Flint. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, what was it? it was a few always, hours away? Yes. It would be, it could be an hour away, three hours away, six hours, eight hours. I wrestled all over the East Coast. It was, okay. it was beautiful. Well, that's the thing about uh, Michigan, though. It's, it's pretty close to like, yep. Everywhere. So, you're like in the northern, eastern. Yep. Yeah, because it's, it's an eight hour drive to get to Canada. Uh-huh. And you, there was wrestling all over in Canada. Okay. It's about six hours from Ohio and Indiana, uh, about eight hours Pennsylvania, ten hours to New York. I mean, it was seriously everywhere. It 
Michigan, Michigan is the place to centrally be for wrestling everywhere on the, on the, on the East coast anyway. Okay. So, so, so you decided to move out here, mm -hmm. even knowing that that might hurt you a little bit when it comes to uh, wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it hurt me drastically. Yeah. But, um, but just the, 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 the pay was just too good to pass uh, up. It was, there was no reason for me to ever think twice. It was, it was a better move, smart decision for on my part financially. Mm -hmm. Okay. financially health reasons. Cause I mean, luckily I was no longer training. So I wasn't training, um, in the ring five days a week uh, and then doing shows on the weekends. Mm -hmm. I was working Monday through Friday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was wrestling. Okay. And I mean, it, it was freedom to me. It was freedom. Yeah. And it wasn't too taxing on my body cause I'd have a week to heal up and then I'd wrestle and then a week to heal up and wrestle. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, that was the only, that was one of the very, very few, I can count them on one hand. Good things in Michigan. Yeah. So <laughs> that was about it. But the money out here that I had for the job, excuse me, that I took, yeah, I would have been dumb to pass it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, moron to pass it up. So if you, so you moved out here. How? Mm -hmm. uh, what? Uh, what year was that when you moved out here? Um, two thousand fifteen. No, two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, you know, eleven years of getting dropped on your head. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, uh, terrible thing. Uh, but no, I, I came back out here. I started working for a company out here, um, and I, I started doing shows out here too for a very, very small company. Mm -hmm. And um, that show just they 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 made bad choices. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I got used to shows on the East Coast mm -hmm. where it's a lot more professional. So did you started to fly out to the East Coast to no to no no? Shows, I, I've had a couple chances, but at the time I was working and I I was getting out of shape. You know, sixteen uh, hours a day, yeah. in one job, mm -hmm. and um, I had a couple that bad though that you lost. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like sixteen hours a day. And then I still try to go to the gym for a couple hours. When you're trying to mold your body, mm -hmm. you can't mold it off of two meals a day. You mm -hmm. just can't. All right. Mm -hmm. And especially my job was me sitting in a vehicle for 16 hours straight. Mm. Mm. So um, me sitting for 16 hours, not having the mobility, and then just working out for two hours and only eating twice a day, mm -hmm. you'd be surprised your body molds into a blob but i mean there's guys out there in the wrestling business that are like extremely overweight and <laughs> I, I didn't want to be yokozuna okay <laughs> they're extremely overweight but i mean the guys they 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 still had their uh i guess you would call it um uh they were uh, a ring um uh, like they had ring cardio yeah you know so oh, no, they my were ring, still my ring cardio was fine yeah but here was my thing and it this is this is how i go in life too if I can't give you the best, mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. Okay. If I can't give you the best looking, but your work, but your work ethic was still there. I mean, yeah, you, it was you, just you for knew. money, not for. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, your work, I mean, your work ethic was good, so you'd be able to perform and shit. But it's just physically how you yeah. look. If I and can't, you think that's part of the insecurities, though? Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. I mean, I, I could tell you no, but uh, <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. And, and um, my thing. I'm not going to go, I, I see some of these guys that go out there and sure, they got some ring cardio, but even yeah. at the same time, you're, you're 300 pounds and you can't tie your shoes. You can't, Yeah. I mean, after you're scarfing down pizza, like I, I literally watched this guy and it's not to knock him. Okay. Mm -hmm. They claim that he was sick mm -hmm. that day. 
Uh, no. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was, he's a very heavy set individual, uh, and he threw up three times in the ring. But he oh, was wow. he was with somebody who has some great in ring cardio. Mm. Like he can put you through the ringer, and and he did. Mm. He put this guy through the ringer, and they're good friends. They're great friends. I think I saw and, that match. Oh, yeah. The finish was a super kick and poof, just really? vomit everywhere. Huh. Oh, and it's just was it a ladder match? No, 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 no. It was just a regular match. Oh, really? And it, I remember there's there's one match that I saw, and the guy kept on he vomited like two or three times. Out of shape? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if he was out of shape or if it was dehydration, dehydration, or I don't know what he was doing the the night before, mm-hmm. or I don't know. But there was this match that I saw, and this guy, and and he was a well known uh, wrestler mm-hmm. back in the day, and then. You you know when the guy starts working out and when they start ring, uh, wrestling in t-shirts, yeah, that they're <laughs> like, yeah, that they're a little bit out of shape. Yep. So the guy was wearing a t-shirt, but the guy in the match, he, I think I saw him vomit like two or three times. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It is. Oh god, that's when you know you're you're out of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. and and that's that's the same thing with me. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to perform if I don't look good. Mm. And if I, again, it's my insecurities. Sure. Be it my insecurities, but it's also my work ethic too, in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe not everybody else's, but in my eyes, I want the crowd. Again, I'm, I'm portraying a persona. Mm -hmm. I'm portraying a character. I want everybody's visual of that character to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want them to be like, Oh, he's that guy. And then he's like, well, he's still young. Why is he fat now? Mm. You know, it's it's not like age is caught up to me. No, it's it's either laziness or life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the two. Shit happens, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, I don't know how you. Yeah, you can't explain that kind of stuff. But it goes to show you too that um, if you're determined, you've got the drive, and you want it. Sure, I've gotten out of shape, but I'll I will get back in shape. Mm. All right. Again, yeah. I want to stay happy. I want to stay healthy. I want to stay positive throughout mm. the entire extent of my life when i get out of shape i look at it and yeah i'm depressed and i'm disappointed and i'm my insecurities fly through the roof like i've got insecurities daily but when it comes when i look like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god my whole life is an insecurity yeah like like i wake up in like a moo moo all right i don't even (laughs) i don't want to look at myself in the mirror Uh, (laughs) uh, then eventually you know you give me a few months to really put in the time the effort and everything like that uh and then i'm I'm back to being healthy and happy, and and I make sure that my cholesterol, my my blood work, everything is is taken care of, yeah. and it's just because I feel better when I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. And you can ask anybody when you're out of shape, you don't feel good. Oh yeah, you just don't. And that that's my thing. I want to feel. I want to feel happy. Mm-hmm. I want to, even if I'm not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. But I can I can tie my shoes and I can, yeah. I can see my toes and mm-hmm. I can run if I want to. I can jog. I can I can play ball. I can shoot hoops. I can wrestle. I can do whatever. Yeah. Then I'm happy. Then there you go, man. Mm-hmm. As long as you're happy, that's all, <laughs> all that, that really counts. Um, so you you moved out here and then they you know they were calling you for bookings and you weren't able to show it because I mean you you just you feel like you weren't in your tip top shape. Yes. So I, so I didn't take bookings on the East Coast because of that. For how long? You for didn't take for a while. Um life happened to me again. Yeah. Um after I'd moved out here, I was out here for roughly about a year and um my grandparents both got sick mm-hmm. in Michigan. 
Mm. And um, I got a phone call from one of the hospitals that said, oh, well, your grandfather had a heart attack. And I was like, well, how come my grandmother didn't call me? Mm. And then the doctor was still on the phone with me. He goes, well, that's the problem. He goes, um, mm. when your grandfather had the heart attack, your grandmother came up and she was caught wandering around the parking lot for an hour. Mm. And he goes, so I did tests on her and she has dementia. Mm. So both of them got sick instantly. So oh, wow. as soon as I found that out, I flew out to Michigan and I was like, hey, come, come live with me. Mm-hmm. So I moved them from Michigan in with me, and then wrestling's been on hiatus ever since because yeah. I put them first. Mm-hmm. And I, I, if I'm wrestling all the time, which I could be doing right now, I'd be wrestling six days a week at least. Yeah. And I would never be able to see them. I'd never be able to do anything like that. But uh-huh. they came first. And, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong. It, it, it might be cruel of me to say, but um, you know, when the time comes and they're gone, I'm going to be going back full time. Yeah, but I'm I'm okay waiting because I want to make sure that they're taken care of. They raised me, so it's my turn. Yeah, yeah. So take care of them. So while I'm able to, it's working on my body. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been on a hiatus when I was uh, the wrestling? Going on two years. Two years now. Yep. Yeah. Rough, roughly ish. Mm-hmm. Are um, you getting that itch? I've been getting that itch for over a year. Yeah. Over a year. Don't get me wrong. Physically, my body feels great. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'll watch a shitty match on TV, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Yeah, I don't got that itch anymore." <laughs> so, and we didn't go, uh, we didn't go through this, but I didn't mention this. Like, what was your, what's your uh, ring name? <laughs> Vince Crowley. I've gone through numerous ring names. I like that, Vince Crowley. Uh huh. Did, did you take it from uh, from that uh, Black Sabbath? Song? No, 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 no. Mr. Crowley. Every time I'd go into the locker room, as soon as I walk in, you have like five people sing that song mm-hmm. when I walk in. I was like, you guys dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. It was, uh, it was actually taken off of a, a movie, Hatchet. Um, uh, yeah, horror f- movie. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, the guy's name in there was Victor Crowley. And I was like, I want to be Victor Crowley. That's a badass mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. And especially for my gimmick, because my, my gimmick's kind of gothic and dark and, mm-hmm. and kind of romantic at the same time. But it, okay. it's, it's a darker gimmick. And um, I was like, shit, I want the darker name and everything mm-hmm. like that. And uh, one of the promoters was like, nah, we're going to call you Vince. And I was like, all right. And he was like, how yeah. about Vincent? And I was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he goes, so some some matches I'm Vincent, some matches I'm Vince. So, okay. <laughs> when it comes down so to Vincent rest- sounds a little bit more like gothic y uh-huh. dark. It, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. But uh <laughs> so 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 right now you're in a little bit of a hiatus right now. And you know, you you you're taking care of your grandparents, which is awesome. Well, right now I'm and, taking care of one. Unfortunately, a couple months back, grandma passed. Oh, but, um, sorry to hear that, man. Uh, it's it's life. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah, life. Yeah. And um, I, I am actually as messed up as it is to say I'm happy that she's gone mm. because she had full blown dementia. Yeah, it's a it's, so, it's, yeah, it's a it's one of those illnesses that it's just brutal to watch somebody go through, mm-hmm. man. It's just, from from start to finish, it's brutal because yeah. it, it goes from just. Forgetting a couple things, to forgetting things here and there, to mm-hmm. not even knowing who anybody is. Yeah, to yeah, just yeah. good days are hey, how are you? To bad days of won't speak because she's afraid because she doesn't know who anybody is. Yeah, and I mean that that was just bad. It's not mm-hmm. a way to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And, and when it finally took her, I was like as heartbroken as I was, and I wish it didn't because mm-hmm. I still miss her, and I, I I love my grandmother to death. 
But um, I'm happy that she's no longer suffering. She's no longer in that state of fear because she doesn't know who anybody is. But yeah, so you're taking a hiatus. You're taking yep. care of your grandpa, and you're still in the gym. I see you in the. Oh, I don't see you as much because you go uh, earlier. I go a little bit earlier now. My, I've talked about it on the podcast that I I, I quit my job about a oh yeah about a month ago now. So I can. Are you happier now? I'm happier that I'm not there anymore, but I'm not happy that I don't have any income coming right. in. <laughs> so I have a family to take care of. So um, we got to make this legit. Now, yeah, we got to right? make We're this legit now. Get paid. So if you can get that uh, that wrestler that's in that gym in our gym that to come along right. and get a kid <laughs> on the podcast, that would probably help a lot. A lot. That, but no. But so um so uh yeah, I quit my job so I can concentrate more on on personal training. Right. I just got certified uh, a few days ago. Oh, congratulations. Thank that. you. It was a pain Man, in I'm so happy that I got that <laughs> shit done, dude. I'm so happy. Uh, that was the only thing that I was super worried about. Right. I just passed. I, I'm horrible at tests. <laughs> um, but yeah, just concentrating on that and trying to, and I'm not trying to work for any company or any trying to, any other gyms out there. I'm trying to do my own thing. Yep. So um, <clears throat> Uh, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, you quit your job, you're happy, you got certified. Yeah, and and and, and now I'm doing this, so um, it's uh, uh, it's uh, I'm just doing my own thing now. So it's um, it, it sounds good. It sounds yeah. like it's a it, it's a better experience as opposed to the nine to five, kill yourself, you're hating life type yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. Which we all get that, unless you're uh, one of the few that has a job that you love going to every day mm -hmm. which uh i'm not one of those people so. yeah so okay so now i remember so i mean yeah since i've done that i go to the gym a little bit earlier now uh mm -hmm. and you go a little bit later on in the day yeah. but yeah but i see you in the gym and, and and you're still the times that i do see you in the gym you're doing your cardio you're doing your weight training you're mm -hmm. still busting your ass so i mean it's not like you've lost focus oh no and on what you want to do you're still laser focused on what you're doing mm -hmm. um are you still like at least you know you know practicing in the ring or are you still uh, every now and then i go okay. in and i do some i do some rolling around and okay. stuff like that i need to do it more okay but, but right now um i'm trying to to do the smart thing where i'm like hey be happy about it now yeah. Be happy that you have this time because I know you want to get back in the ring. But once you're back, that especially that first month is just going to be pain. Oh yeah, it's getting your body back into the bumping, that, the hitting that the first ropes. body slam. Shit. Oh my god! But Man. then once you're back into it, then it's fine. Mm. But um, you got to remember when it comes down to wrestling, you're going to get injured all the time. Absolutely. If you oh, I've had so many injuries. It's not even funny. How, how many, what injuries did you have from just wrestling alone? Oh, God. So we had that back, those, those yeah. three crack. Uh, the, the cracks in my spine, I've, uh, I tore my groin. Uh, I tore my shoulder. I've snapped the shoulder in half. Same shoulder, by the way. Bullshit. Uh -huh. um, I shattered my face. Uh, multiple concussions. Um, what else? Was I ruptured a disc. Uh, and I blew out my knee. Those are the um, ones that I can remember. <laughs> Those are the ones that you can't remember. <laughs> and man, by the by the way, I mean these guys get hit on the head mm -hmm. by chairs, by you know, by things going wrong. Oh you my know, God. or just like you even like one of those uh those those working punches, somebody can just knock oh, yeah. you, you know, right straight into your temple mm -hmm. and you know, cause a, a a concussion. So right. yeah, these guys get hit in the head a, a bunch of times. <laughs> no, no, no. There was um 
uh, two memorable matches that I had. Um, I wrestled as Santa Claus, and I, I, was, oh, yeah. I was coming out as Santa Claus, and I was supposed to, you know, the, this one uh, guy wrestles as Grizzly House Jones, great guy. Mm. Bigger, bigger individual. Well, I mean, uh, I would hope so. I mean, <laughs> if your name is Grizzly House Jones, yeah. he's he's a he's a much larger individual. Uh-huh. And uh, I come out as as Santa Claus, and he hates Christmas. And we're we're doing this big charity for the school, and uh, I mean, kids are loving it. Uh-huh. And um, we we start wrestling, and there was a spot where uh, he's to the outside, and I'm hitting the ropes, and I'm gonna dive to the outside, and I'm gonna try to dive onto him, and um. I, I feel like I should have been hit long before I ever jumped the ropes whatsoever. Um, Instead, I get hit when I am mid-air diving outside, nowhere near the ropes anymore. And I get hit, and I don't catch anybody. I just get hit in the face, and then I come crashing down on my shoulder uh, onto concrete. Mm. Snap my shoulder completely in half. And that was probably about, I want to say, three minutes into the match. Mm. And we're supposed to wrestle 15 to 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I still have this lengthy period of time for me to be wrestling mm-hmm. with a broken shoulder. And I didn't know that it was broken. I, I figured I might have separated it or something because it was just kind of hanging there. And uh, the big finish was that I'm supposed to body slam this big monster of a man. Mm-hmm. And then I'm supposed to drop an elbow on him. Uh-huh. And uh, the problem is, is everything that I'm supposed to do to lift him is with my right shoulder, the shoulder that's broken. Mm. Then the elbow drop is the right shoulder, the shoulder that's broken. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we end up wrestling. Is that your finisher, elbow drop? Uh, yes. Um, that and uh, I, I do like a, a uh, fisherman DDT. Is, okay. is, those are my two finishers. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, we go into the match. We do the entire match, entire thing. And I mean, I'm in so much pain because I'm thinking that my shoulder's separated. Mm-hmm. And I finish. I do the spot. I body slam him. I elbow drop him. One, two, three. And then, I gotta, and then I'm doing photos with kids right afterwards. After that. Yep. Everybody wants to sit on Santa's lap and take photos with the Santa wrestler. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm doing all that, and I, I I go out into the hallway just to breathe, and my arm's just dangling there. It's just mm. terrible, yeah. And I've got a buddy that comes out, and he was just like, hey, Sam, how's it going? And I was like, <laughs> well, it's going all right. And he goes, yeah. you know, something's wrong with your shoulder there. <laughs> and I was like, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, you think uh, maybe you should possibly stop doing this by now? And it couldn't have been better timing. Couldn't mm-hmm. have been better timing at all. Mm-hmm. This mom walks out. Okay. Um, shout out to the mom. She was really hot. Uh, <laughs> she comes out and she goes, oh, my God, I just wanted to tell you that was absolutely incredible. That was an amazing match. You guys did a great job. And she goes, I just want to let you know that my two kids in there were watching you. And when you were getting beaten up, they were almost in tears and they were so upset. And when you came back and you won, I have never seen these kids scream and cheer louder in their life. They were the happiest they've ever been. And she goes, I just wanted to let you know that. And I looked at my buddy and I was like, you got your answer? And he was like, I get it. I get it. I'm Uh walking away now. There you go, man. It brings happiness to uh-huh. people you know is when you're a wrestling fan you see this shit like the stuff that they're able to do and mm-hmm. it's just it's incredible to see and um 
and 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 some people that are out there that are that that are list that are listening to this and are wrestling fans and you're not you know happy with the the current product out there <laughs> um there's so much stuff out there that would put smiles on you. Exactly. And yeah, there's so exactly. much shit out there. There's so much different stuff and wacky stuff that you know that you 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 would enjoy. But uh but that's all what it is, man. That's mm-hmm. and that's a good feeling to be able to to perform and to you know put those smiles on people's faces, mm-hmm. man. another I got I got to share this one too. And I'm going to name drop on him and I know he's going to be cool with it. Um Sabu. Uh-huh. I had a match with Sabu in Michigan. And it was just... Sabu's a man, by the yes, way. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And it was just me and him and a chair. That's all the match was. Uh-huh. And it was... Even though it, it was a good match, mm-hmm. it was... You don't notice it until afterwards. It was it was one of the more brutal matches. Just because, like, at the end of the match, I had a black eye. I had a cut on my side. The back of my head was bleeding. I mean... And it was just... It was, a, it was very simple. It was mm-hmm. a nothing... Nothing extreme or out of the ordinary. It was just accidents throughout the entire match that nobody caught but me and Sabu. Yeah. And uh, again, making a fan happy. Mm-hmm. How we made this fan happy is the worst way possible. Oh, no. In the entire <laughs> world. So we're, Sabu likes to take a chair and throw it at you. Yeah. That's just what he does. Mm. So I boot him to the outside. I give him a baseball slide. He's outside. And I run and hit the ropes, and I go to do a dive. And he does the throwing of the chair, and he smacks me in the head. And it sounds like a damn shotgun went yeah, off. Yeah. Like, he hit me perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, he's had practice or something over the last 35 mm-hmm. years. But um, it goes off. I am on the ground, and I'm just holding my head. And I was like, okay, the spot went good. My ears are ringing. I can't hear anything mm-hmm. right now. And as I start to hear again, I start hearing... Sabu, who I've never seen break character in the 30-some years that he's been working, Mm -hmm. never seen him break character other than to hit somebody that's stolen something from him. (laughs) And all I hear is him going, are you okay? Are you okay? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, am I bleeding everywhere? Like, am am I gushing? And I was like, wait a second. He's not talking to me. The chair that he threw at me bounced off my head and smacked this eight-year-old in the face oh, no. in the front row. Oh, no. <laughs> Busted this kid's eye open. He was uh. bleeding. He was swelled shut. Oh, my God. It was so terrible. And the kid kept saying, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And he was just like, get him. Uh. And Sabu takes the chair like it was my fault yeah. And proceeds to beat the ever-loving shit out of me with this uh-huh. chair. Like, I was the one that just got up and punched a kid in the face. Uh-huh. And then the rest of the match was just fun after that. But the, uh, I went afterwards, and I'm, I'm, I was the bad guy at this time. And yeah. I couldn't even be a bad guy. I, was, I went to the mom, and I was like, is he okay? Uh-huh. And she goes, he's never been happier in his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go, what? She mm-hmm. goes, you don't get it. Like, a tear came out of his eye. Because obviously it swelled shut and bleeding. Yeah. But he felt like he was part of the show. Uh, so he was excited and happy and everything. Uh, and he wanted Sabu to beat your ass so badly. I was uh, like, well, it happens. So. You should have put the kid in the match, man. <laughs> I know, right? That kid should have at least took a, a, a few uh, licks on you right. or something. <laughs> it wasn't it my fault. <laughs> I know. But that's awesome, man. No. And, and, and I appreciate you coming on and... Mm-hmm. Um, 
telling us these stories, man. Uh, you go out there and you bust your ass, and uh, and you're putting people uh, uh, in good moods uh, <laughs> in the ring, outside the ring, and <laughs> unless we're certain individuals that just mean mug me for some reason. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but I'm glad that you did this, man. I really do appreciate it. Oh, and, I appreciate you having me. And thank you for uh, coming on, brother. Yeah, definitely. Anytime, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Sam, for coming on to the show. Uh, I really do appreciate you coming on and doing this with me. And I also like to say thank you to the artists that let me use their music on this episode. And let me thank Apache Tomcat. And I will leave links in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and support them and check out their material. And then you guys can also check out our socials unload the bar on facebook twitter instagram or shoot us an email unload the bar at gmail.com send us questions send us feedback and unload the bar is on itunes spotify stitcher google play and if we're not on any of the podcast platforms that you like to listen to let me know and i'll get right on it and then you can subscribe rate review and share it and i'll talk to you guys Next week.